Alrighty, guys, welcome to Lou Boys SC. We're out here at the home game of STLFC versus Louisville City. Let's well, win game if uh, if we want to play in match versus Indy uh, next Saturday. Hey, I've been saying it the past what five games? Must win. <laughs> we wouldn't be in this situation if we played those like must wins. I'm just kidding. We got this. Yeah, we got this. You know, what do you guys think about these lineup changes? This is interesting. We got two guys out with red cards, and it's well, gonna look a lot different tonight. Yeah, and I mean, we've the, the last couple episodes we've talked about formation quite a bit, so I have no idea where they're gonna land with that. Uh, and I don't know what I would even prefer to see, but, uh, Will, you and I were kind of talking the other day about who we would expect to see starting in lieu of Wharton and Fink, uh, since they got their red cards on Wednesday. And we were right about Rivas for sure. But, uh, let's see, who else do we have in here today? Gaia Bend Uh, is getting a start, and so is Kadeem. Richie Bryan's taking Fink's spot. Ah, okay. Right, right. Is that what you said the other day? You guessed that it would be Brian? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember I don't what I guessed. So. Okay. Um, and it, it's it, definitely it's definitely like the reasonable thought because, you know, Brian's gotten a fair amount of starts and they can slide Toby straight into the center back role with Kavita. Um, yeah, I think the only other option would have been Fisher and Brian's gotten more time and has probably looked better than Daniel. Uh, and then Paris Guy has kind of been already, he just kind of seems to play whatever position they put him in. So he's kind of your utility man. He definitely seems more suited when he has the freedom to push forward. But, um, you know, I I think that if he doesn't get picked on too much, if he's in the backfield, it, it'll still be okay. Uh, he, he just needs to write, have the right backup uh, as far as his other defenders, if that's where they keep him. I'm really excited to see what this central mid looks like because we got a lot of new bodies in there. We got Rivas, Kadeem, and Walfall all together playing with each other. And Gaia Bend always plays in the middle as well. So it's going to be interesting what type of formation they're coming out here. And, and you know, I was ready to see a change anyway. So I I think this is kind of, I don't know, could be a blessing in disguise depending on uh, how things go tonight. But Will, best guess, what do you think? I mean, I, I know, you know Ciceroni and Greg are up top. I just don't know if it's a 4-3-3 or a 4-4-2. I, I'm going to guess. I'm going to go 4-4-2. Yeah, I, I think I would agree just to be a little safer and have more bodies back for this dynamic Louisville well, offensive attack. I mean, in terms obviously, of. Obviously. Go ahead, John. In terms of dynamic players, though, people to highlight, Ciceroni's been on fire lately. Uh, he, he had that goal on Wednesday, but that was completely uh, set up well by, first of all, Greg's run, and then second of all, Tyler Blackwood having the vision to set him up for that goal, but he really put it away nicely. We don't see Blackwood getting the start today, uh, which is questionable for me. Um, I, I don't know. There's always details that we don't know on how someone's feeling that day or what their health is, but he could also come in as a super sub. Uh, I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be super sub type mentality because, you know, Louisville took it to us last game from the start. 
and we saw the bench players have an opportunity to kind of come out and change the game a little bit there. Even though we were playing bad, we complimented a lot on the, the subs. Right, right. So we could be using him as a way of like, hey, look, we've got more depth to come off the bench than you think. They they definitely look to be better conditioned that game, but you can also look that way when you're possessing the ball, you know, 60-plus percent of the game uh, and having them chase you around, which was the case. The other player I want to highlight is uh, the goalkeeper, Morton, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. What a pair of games that he's put together. We were talking about him as a potential sub previously, and then, man, I mean, it's not like he's hasn't been scored upon, but he's just been looking stellar. Uh, he, at, at the end of the game, maybe it was delay tactics, maybe it was just how the course of the game went on, but when they were down two players, we saw a, a number of people, uh, yeah. you know, cramping up and needing some help late in the game, but uh, the rest of the 90 minutes, he looked great. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that he played tonight. He looked like he was hurt at the end of the last match. For Morton? Yeah, Morton looked like he was maybe maybe he was just cramping up. They were stretching him out. That's what I was like saying. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. And, you know, soccer can be a little cheeky. I don't know if it was a delay tactic or not. But, uh, yeah, it looked like he was hurting towards the end of the game. But, again, the other 90 minutes, he looked great. Yeah. And, uh... I think we'll definitely see Blackwood tonight. I, I'm kind of thinking it sort of makes sense. These tired Louisville legs. Um, maybe Trich Du thinks Blackwood isn't the best defender, best midfield defender, and it'll start more conservative. And then Blackwood comes in to roast those tired Louisville legs. Well, you know Blackwood loves to score coming off the bench. Oh, yeah. How did, how did Louisville's game on Wednesday go? I know they won, right? Yeah. Uh, they didn't play Wednesday. They played last Oh, weekend. okay. So, yeah, ah. they're more fresh than us, but they whipped Memphis like 4-1. to one. Yeah, which we figured they'd be heading in here, you know, on a win streak. But, um, yeah, look to I'm excited see, to see FC turn happens. it around. Yeah, for sure. Let's let's um let's see them come out big and really really take it to them. We're here at home and we're used to it. The 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 pitch might play a little factor in here because Louisville won't be used to such a fast surface. But um, hopefully we can use that to our advantage. Right, and uh, it, it doesn't look like we're due for rain this time as last time they played. So, you know, there's a lot of different factors that could really make this a totally different game from last time they they faced off. I agree. Let's go get the Kings Cup. Let's do it, boys. All right, guys, we'll get right back to you here at halftime and give you a little bit of a rundown of how this first half goes, and uh, hopefully we get some uh, good outcomes here. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, so here we are at halftime. We sit uh, Louisville City 1, St. Louis FC 0. Which is a bunch of horse crap. Uh, it, it feels pretty unjustified in this game. It really does feel like the boys have been outplaying them, which I get that feeling a lot of games. This one in particular, though, from 
you know, having a, a stronger midfield, uh, a, a better attack, a lot more opportunities, and uh, frankly, some officiating that just feels like it's uh, it's focusing on the wrong things. I, I almost feel like I'm watching a rec league officiated. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's that bad. It's that bad. We, we, we haven't had, like, last Saturday where it's been the exact opposite calls that needed to happen, but a, a lot of offsides flags going up, namely picking on Kadeem, who's just that fast. <laughs> y- you know, it, it, it's like, uh, well, he's that far ahead of his defender. He, he must have been offsides kind of a thing. I don't know. It, it does feel right. like guesswork, but... Uh, you know, outside of that, what do you think, guys? What did we see in this first half that, that were the strong suits? I mean, I thought a lot of good combination play and a lot of movement, like, off the ball. The midfielders are collecting yeah. the ball way, way more than they typically do. The ball is moving through our midfield rather than around our midfield. You can see the difference when the ball is being played into Wallfall and Rivas and Gaia Ben's Gaia ben, feet. Yeah. We have combinations that are just lethal. Our wing power is, is there. And when they have to respect the ball in the middle, it opens up the ball for players like Kadeem and Ciceroni and even uh, Paris Gee to get up top real quick like he has been. Uh, honestly... To me, that's a highlight, is Paris Gee to Ciceroni up the left side. The two of them have just been dancing around their defenders. They've been quick on the break. Um, one thing that really compares to last time that we saw them play Louisville uh, was this play that comes out of out of goal from Kyle Morton, and he just kind of shoots the ball up top to, to Kyle Gregg. Now, I was... While I'm not crazy about this play in general, we are seeing a better subtlety to it, to where it's working. It's actually working. And I, I, I don't know. In my mind, I would attribute a bit of that to the rain conditions not being there this time. Because they're actually getting the flick, and they're saving it off the flick, off, off the header. Um, he's not just taking it down on the chest and trying to move around. Let's not forget to mention that we've had not one but two Kyle Gregg goals called back. Called back, yes. Again, off of an offsides that, from from our vantage point, it's hard to see, but some of those, when it's that close, is that how you want to decide the game, you know? Yeah. Because I think that benefit was given for Louisville's goal. Uh, people were calling for something wrong with they, that play, and they just they were said... Calling, they were we, calling for contact against Kyle. Right. They wiped out Kyle Morton before he could make his body progress up into the air, which is when you're a keeper, you have your your position goes from ground to top, whether you're in flight or on ground rather than a player. It's the same thing as when you're going in for a header. If you have a player that goes in and jumps and then a player that does not jump, who gets the foul called on them? Obviously, a player that did not jump because that space in the air is owned by the player in the air as well. And right. that's what they were arguing about on Louisville's goal is the fact that Kyle was in the air, had his space, and a player came in to disrupt that space, allowing another player to play the ball into the goal. And that's why St. Louis FC was so livid about that goal, so, which is understandable. But it, sure. at a boom-boom play like that, I understand the center ref calling that. That, to me, is more on your line, Judge. Right. That, that, 
my argument being, if if that's the scenario, I understand a no call there because that's not how the that that's not how you want the game determined necessarily is by, is by a questionable call or at least a close call in a boom boom play in a, in a, in a quick play. However, yeah. on the other side of the field, that levity hasn't been given. It's been the opposite, where the whistle's blowing more often, even if, you know, regardless of how close it may be. Um, but let's try and get away from t- <laughs> complaining about yeah. the officials too much. Will, how many, how many um, changes are you thinking we're going to see this, this, this second half? I think we're definitely seeing Blackwood and more Sam. Uh, outside of that, I'm not really sure what else we'll see. What do you guys think? I think Brian's it's, been it's, has been good uh, as as one of the newer players to see come in today. Uh, he's had he had a couple place kicks and just passes up the field that were dead accurate. It's, um, it's tough to say. I, I like I like the way we're playing as a group. Like we said, it's it's unfortunate that we're down one, but it's not out of reach. Yeah, not at all. So, honestly, I'm not sure if we're going to see any changes till deeper into the game. But if we do, I think I could see more Sam coming into the middle and maybe pushing somebody inside because I, I don't know how Wallfall is going to do as the game gets deeper. I say you wait till Louisville makes changes and respond accordingly. Yeah. Because that, uh, as that'd much be as we smartest. As much as we've been saying must-win game, this one you actually have to win or else your season's over. Am I right, mathematically? Mathematically, you're correct. Yeah. Well, you have to hope that Indy also loses on Wednesday to KC, which I don't think any of us are expecting them to lose to KC. So, basically... you, I would say you, you pull out all stops. If you're still, if, if you're like a, in a position like this, 35 minutes later, just make some if radical changes. If yeah. it's one, if it's one zero with 10 minutes to go, I would love to see one defender and five forwards. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because like YOLO, we're not going to have a season next year. Let's just go yeah. all in, all in. Let's put all fast guys in and just Kyle. You know what? Roaming goalie, play where you want. Let's go. I mean, you know Trinchell will do it. Like, after that Tulsa game that we dropped 2-0, he moved Kavita up to forward late in that game. Yeah. So, but That's, that's why I love Kavita. I, I, he's, he's kind of become my favorite player on the team. Because he, he kind of has the arsenal to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the skills. I'm, I'm really excited to see how this second half plays out. It's, there's, there's a lot of tension in the field, which oh. makes it for a great game. You know we're fighting for something. I'm, I'm interested to see if Louisville kind of sits back here for a second. Maybe we can, we can get in there a little bit and put some pressure on them that they're not really going to expect. After our last time playing Louisville, the thing that I said that I wanted to see differently is different play coming out of the backfield, not just driving the ball up, up to our one guy up top. And we've kind of reverted to that this game with Morton back in goal against them. Just drop the ball off to your defenders. They know how to do that. They've been doing it their whole careers. Just drop it off to them and let them play. That's the big change I want to see. Well, Quick. I'm I'm on uh, Nishi Blasto's watch this second half with a uh, with a lack of depth, with guys injured or out with red cards. So that's what I'm looking for the second half. 
Cool. I like it. I like it. All righty, guys. Well, we'll get back to you here after the second half for a little bit of a post-game talk. That silence right there is kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough result for how well guys played tonight. <laughs> Tough loss. Bottom line is... We had a lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities that should have found the back of the net. Yeah, second half. Uh, I wish more Sam had hit that breakaway shot sooner and Russell had gotten over the ball at the end of the game. Would have been nice to see uh, Kyle get on the right side of the defender there for the ball from Ty. <laughs> I'd have loved to see Blackwood come in the game earlier. It was a bit. It was a bit late to me. Yeah. Again, I think that <clears throat> the idea was to have um, blinking on the name, the starter for that position, Kadeem Dakers. Kadeem yeah, Dakers. exactly. Have Kadeem wear him out and have Blackwood come in and finish. But uh, you know, it doesn't always time out that way. You don't always get to sub in when you want. By the time Blackwood got into the game. The flow was so choppy that it was hard for him to get the ball at his feet. You know, you can't. It was, it was a scramble. Every every play at that point was a scramble because everybody yeah. feels the time pressure. You, you can't. Yeah. You can't you imagine... design it to get him the one on ones. Right. You know. Just imagine him like getting on in the first half when we looked great. We would have looked even that much more dangerous. Uh, yeah, he's the finisher. And that's what we needed in the first half. Was a finisher. Truly, it was a disappointing result. There was a lot of hostility in this game between players, referees, even the little bit of people that were here for reason was was a very uh, sour note to end this game on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, it I don't felt, know how else to put it. Even even the energy from the players coming off the field, uh, they, they seem quite – crestfallen um it was stolen from them it was stolen from them they did everything they possibly could it it certainly (laughs) felt that way and again as an athlete you can't walk around with that mentality you you just have to go to the next play you know get after the ball make it till you know (laughs) make it play the game until there's no doubt that you won right but (laughs) Yeah, sitting from my seat, man, that that would have been a very differently officiated game. That was stolen from them. Yeah. Unfortunately, the on top of that loss and the officiating and everything is that loss brings a weight that is a much heavier than any punch this season. You know, it's potentially makes up for next Saturday to be their last their last game. In St. Louis, and as an organization, and I think that weight you kind of saw in the players as they came off the field today, because it's it's hard 
right after a loss like this to prevent your emotions from going to the deepest hole, <clears throat> which is the fact that your season's over because it's no longer in your hands. Right. The STLFC has no control over their, their destiny now because it lies in the way of how Indy plays Wednesday. And, you know, we could see a whole different game next Saturday. It could be a disappointing game to end on, or it could be a game that's like for the ages. It really is going to depend on how Wednesday falls out. Yeah. Got to pray uh, KC gets a result on Wednesday versus Indy. Keep our hopes alive for the playoffs. I am the biggest Kansas City supporter that you will ever see this coming (laughs) Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, So, in terms of how the the game could have played out a little bit differently, I felt like... Wallfall, as solid as a player as he is, he, he's he's somebody who I would have taken out in the second half. Um, and you know, when when you've got a smaller bench, when you've got players on red cards, maybe you feel like, well, I don't have a one for one. I don't, I can't keep my formation if that happens. But that's the other reason subs are there. Change your formation. Who cares? You know, throw that game plan out of the window. Uh, these are professional players; they can adapt. Uh, so I. Not that he was having such a bad game, but I think that that was an opportunity to, to energize the team. Um, when they took out Kadeem, it still seemed like he had a lot left in the tank. And again, as a coach, you're, you're thinking of your pieces and, well, Blackwood plays that position. I want to get him in the game. But that doesn't mean you have to take out the guy who plays the same position. These, these are plenty versatile players. And just because you didn't practice something exactly doesn't mean it couldn't work so I, I always like it when coaches show a bit more creativity a bit more trust in players and they don't think of positions as such a strict thing that they have to adhere to but just put the right players out on the field at the right time I agree yeah, now I <clears throat> good well I'm with you there yeah I think fall should have come out and maybe guy bend and put on some more offensive guys to finish that game um and guys with more gas left in the tank. Uh, yeah, it's I don't know what that is. Bringing in Fisher to play D and putting pushing Paris G up and maybe Richard Bryan or even Nishi Vlastos getting some time. I don't know. Yeah, uh, because I, it wasn't even just about who's got gas in the tank left. To me, it's who plays the ball through them quickly, right? Because when you're under time pressure like we were in that game we still saw certain players out on the field who were, who were slowing things down taking extra touches just not even not showing urgency to get to the ball in between plays even you know for, for throw-ins and things like that and, and that's not me trying to pick on somebody it's a different style of play those guys are great when you're ahead it's just that that's what subs are for you know um this didn't feel like a poorly coached game. I'm not trying to redirect in that direction. Uh, but, you know, as far as opportunities, what you can control, uh, that, that's what I would have liked to see. Honestly, I was really impressed with the way we played. Yeah. I think from bottom to top, we might have been the strongest I've seen us play this, this season. I mean, the ball was moving through everybody. The flow across, whether it was switching the fields or moving forward, was just in sync. Is almost you. You could tell that they were going to play the ball, 
in a spot that was going to be a positive way rather than sometimes I feel like they're chasing the game with their passes, trying to relieve pressure. Rather, today, they were making passes to put the other team under pressure. They were putting in difficult passes that were forcing the other team to make a decision that allowed them to go at the other team at a higher velocity, at a more dangerous area if that helps with the the way the game played out for sure uh yeah that, that that's that's why i wanted to see them in the playoffs because they have such high potentials you know when they're on they look like a really strong team they look like the better team tonight um <laughs> uh, and i i know i'm always going to be viewing this with fc colored glasses but uh I, it just trying to take that out of the equation they, they just looked like they outplayed their opponents tonight and uh you know the scorecard didn't reflect that but uh, i mean I, there's always information that i don't know you know i can say i would love to see blackwood come on earlier we did see his leg wrap so maybe there was something maybe he said hey i got this many minutes in me you know we, we don't we don't pretend to know everything going on with it um but in reflect reflecting in this moment i hope that the staff takes a similar reflection and applies that to their next game next saturday you know look look at because they took revis off and he he just he he looked like he was part of the well-oiled machine you know and uh you know, it's it, trying to replace replace a part with a part that you think can do the same job when the chemistry has already been created. Right. You know, in each game you create a chemistry at the start, and when you mess with that chemistry in a way of that you're trying to make it positive, but at the same time you're removing pieces that were probably 50, 60, 80 percent more of the factor in that game than it was, say, another player. It, Rivas was in the play. Defensively, offensively, neutral, you name it, whether it was our defensive third, the center of the field, or the attacking third, he had a touch on the ball. There is not many plays you could count tonight that Rivas and Walfall didn't have a play or factor in this game. Uh, now, I'll never know how important this aspect of the game is, but oftentimes, from my vantage, it seems like it's kind of um, – playing to get this guy the right number of minutes because he'll be unhappy if he doesn't or we're, we're paying this person so much okay that means they have to be on the field x number of times I'll, I'll never know how to do that but when i do see the people who are paid the highest salaries at this game they they don't do these one-for-one kind of exchanges when and, and yeah they've they've got a more expensive team with with uh players that uh, maybe are more varied in what their skill sets are. But, again, that's why you have subs, is to change what's going on in the field. If you like what's going on in the field, unless somebody's just run out of gas or gets hurt, leave them in. Um, I don't Okay, that's my rant. That's my so far. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm very impressed with the way the subs stepped in tonight taking over for Wharton and uh, Fink. It's a great game, and I hope they can replicate that next week. 
And hopefully, hopefully we are allowed some fans in here. That would be even better. Yeah. I, I am looking forward to seeing Fink uh, back in the game because um, for those that lengthen the field, that try to go for the long ball, he's pretty darn accurate. While it's not always my favorite form, you know, plan of attack, when he does it, he, he really hits the mark pretty well. So I'll be looking forward to that uh, for mm-hmm. their next game. Andrew? I'm, I'm, I'm just right now, I'm, I'm full Kansas City mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go yeah. K, Sporting KC2. Wait, where did you get that jersey? Oh, my gosh. I know I've got it on already. I am ready. Wow, that's impressive. Sporting KC2, it's go time. <laughs> I will be watching Wednesday. We will watch with bated breath. Thanks for having me again, guys. We yes, love having you, you, John. Will, close us out. This is all you. All right, that's it for Blue Boys FC live from Soccer Park. We will talk to you guys next week.